Thank you to Audible for supporting this episode of Rogan Reasoned. Guys, I have a commitment issue with books. I buy them, I have great intentions of reading them, and yet all I have is a giant stack of unread books. But I found a solution that works really well for me, Audible. If I can't multitask it, I can't do it right now. So Audible allows me to listen to audiobooks while I'm doing another task. Cue laundry, making dinner, or working out. It doesn't stop there, though. They have a wide collection of podcasts, comedy, wellness programs, and more in their app. Discover thousands of titles and get your free 30-day Audible trial by visiting www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned. That's www.audibletrial.com slash roganreasoned for your free 30-day Audible trial. Hi friends, long time no talk. Just kidding. It's only been a week. Welcome back to Rogue and Reason. I'm your host, Laura Svon Siegman, and I'm back with some more shit to say about, you know, all things life, business, and bad assery. This is our first February episode, and it got me wondering where all my New Year's resolutions people are at. Specifically because this is just about the time where all that shit goes out the window. <laughs> so raise your hand if you made any New Year's resolutions and keep it raised if you're still on track with them. If your hand is in the air, congrats, keep killing it. If not, oops, you win some, you lose some. Either way, I think you'll be able to pick up something from our conversation today because in my first episode of 2022, I spoke about how I personally am not a fan of New Year's resolutions. No offense to you if that's something you dig. And how I think they can lead to burnout. One of the points I brought up was this need to do just to do. Well, piggybacking off of that, I think we do this because we also have a need to constantly keep up with others. The whole keeping up with the Joneses thing. I hope you know that saying. I don't know if people still use that, but it's one I've been familiar with throughout my life. It's actually old as fuck and originated in 1913 with a comic strip that used to run in the newspapers at the time. And I'm not a vault of old facts. I looked that up. It's just wild how we say a lot of things we understand the connotation of, but have no actual idea where they came from. Anyways, it means we are always trying to not be outdone by our neighbor. They have a fancy new snowblower, so we need a fancy new snowblower. They got their siding painted, so we need to get ours done. We got to stay on track, stay alongside, and not get left behind. This happens in other parts of our life also. Milestones like marriage and babies, friendships, business. We start doing things we don't really need to be doing because the thought of not being like other people especially people that look or seem like they have it all together, is terrifying. Why? It's because we are being reactive. We are acting on impulse and emotion, a place of fear of some kind, instead of actually being ready for or even wanting what we seek out. So I want you to think of something you're currently in pursuit of or about to pursue and ask yourself, am I ready or reactive? If you aren't 
ready to answer that just yet. No worries. We're going to unpack it some more. And if you just had some crazy epiphany from that question, hallelujah. I'm glad we're already making progress here, but stay with me so we can dig deeper. I want to start off by breaking away from another common phrase we hear and use. Be proactive, not reactive. I'm not talking about being proactive in this episode. To me, and I'll explain why, ready is not the same as being proactive. There are plenty of things to be proactive about, your safety, your health, etc. Being proactive means you're doing something to prepare for or prevent something else. But getting ready and being ready are different. I'm talking about actually being ready for something. All the major preparation is done, and it's time to act. We are all reactive at some point. I'm not lumping anyone into just one category because we won't fit. But some people do operate in a continuous reactive state most of the time. Their lives are mostly a series of impulse responses to what other people are doing. Reactive people live their lives by a script. Someone else has laid out for them what is next. They are constantly trying to spew out the right line, one that has been dictated to them, not by them. Like setting New Year's resolutions just to set them, because someone somewhere told you that you should, or because you see everyone else post theirs on social media. How's that going? Or perhaps your industry colleague just launched their podcast, so now you're scrambling to put one together. After all, you're in the same line of work. You can't be without one if she has one. Maybe you suddenly find yourself compiling a random and not very thought out PDF on Canva because everyone else has a free download and you'll be damned if your website doesn't have one too. People will notice, right? That your page doesn't have the same annoying pop-up for 14 free easy dinner ideas like all the other great recipe or lifestyle websites. How will you succeed without one? Lead magnets, people. And man, you also haven't launched a new product in a while, right? But Becky has. Her audience is going to get bored with you and jump over to her because she has new stuff. All of the customers for your current offerings are suddenly extinct somehow. Or maybe you're extinct. Oh God, you're a dinosaur. A full-on failure that no one will remember. See how quickly we can spiral? And I'm obviously steering this a little bit more towards business because, well, I want to. But of course, we are reactive in other parts of our life, too. I mean, think back to the dumb shit you used to do in high school and college. Remember how after a breakup, let's say, your ex started dating someone new and you went and found the nearest boy to make out with just to be, quote unquote, okay, too? You weren't ready to like someone else or be in a relationship, but you didn't want to fall behind. None of these scenarios, these reactive responses, have any type of real intention present. And that's a problem. Dangerous, even. You end up wasting time doing things you have no business doing. You ruin the experience of something for yourself because it wasn't the right time to execute. Things don't work out because you didn't have your shit together before doing it. And that blame has to go somewhere. Being reactive ruins relationships, including the one you have with yourself. Just as it may hurt your marriage or friendship in some situations, it also hurts you. If you do something reactive and not when you're ready, you disappoint yourself. You might tell yourself you're a failure. It makes you defensive and resentful. 
Being reactive lets you be controlled, but being ready puts you in control. Additional support for this episode is brought to you by Wicked Good Soul. With a ton of spiritual resources, Wicked Good Soul is a great space for clarity and connection. Explore the story of your soul, better understand the energies at play in your life, and take hold of your inner goddess and badassness through a carefully guided reading or consultation. You can also download your copy of Sophie's Spiral, a page-turning novella about a mythic journey a Shiro takes into the underworld. Visit www.wickedgoodsoul.com to learn more, and be sure to use code ROGUE20 at booking to get 20% off your next session. I actually have a lot of interactions with reactive people. If you're new here or skipped an episode where I've talked about this, I'm not only an entrepreneur myself with multiple businesses, but I work with other entrepreneurs all the time. I help them develop their branding, logos, design their websites, create business systems and offerings because we need to get them ready to do their thing. But many people who are launching a business just want immediate proof that they are what they say they are. I'm in business. No, you're not. Not successfully, at least. Anyone can start a business, start a podcast, whatever. Few people are actually ready to. What ends up happening is the need to get that quick satisfaction and just launch fucks them. There are times where I turn clients away because we aren't a good fit, mainly because they aren't ready. From the initial conversation, they begin dictating my process for me, telling me what can be cut or skipped to speed things up. And that doesn't work for me for a couple reasons. One, I've worked hard and learned hard what the most successful process is for me and my clients. Don't tell me how to do my job, especially when I own the company. If you knew how to do it, you wouldn't need me right now. Also, because they obviously don't have two feet in. They aren't willing to do the work it requires to build a brand and business. They aren't even willing to hear what is required, and that energy isn't my vibe. It makes my work more difficult in the long run. I like to work with people who are ready. Fast doesn't bring fortune. In money, love, happiness, any sense of that word, it's not sustainable. Fast is reactive. We want to come from a place of ready. Then we can keep pace. So to help you reflect on this in your own life and in the situation or pursuit I asked you to consider at the top of this episode, I've compiled a handy-dandy list of questions to ask yourself and steps to take to gain clarity and be less reactive. Very handy list, so listen up. And this comes from my experience and the work I've done on myself to stop being reactive, especially when it comes to my business choices. I've actually found much more peace and happiness through it. Okay, so first, ask, is this something I truly want? or feel I have to do? Listen to your body when you pose this question. Do you feel a pit in your stomach? Excitement? Does your blood pressure or heart rate rise? Or do you feel a wave of confidence and anticipation? Your intuition is a powerful thing. You just have to learn to listen to it more. Life short. Do more shit you want to. Figure out how to live that way. Next, 
write down why you want to do it. Why do you want to develop that fancy free download for your website? Do it, pen and paper style. Or write in your phone notes. We are all a little different there. Some people like tangibly writing it out, while others prefer to go digital. I'm a random combination of both. But if you can't even put it into words, it hasn't been fully thought out, and you're not ready. It's still in the processing phase. Or maybe you realize it just doesn't even have a purpose. Now, look at what you wrote, the literal words you chose. Are you, in fact, still saying things like, I have to, or I need to? Or are you saying things like, I want to, or I can? There's a big difference between those little word combinations. Saying you have to or need to sounds to me like it's coming from a place of fear or desperation, a reactive state, even though you had that first screening question. Saying you want to, that you can do something, is different. There's personal intention there, not just a copycat attitude. Also, ask yourself, am I making any assumptions about this situation? Let's go back to the earlier example of an industry colleague that has a podcast. Ask, am I assuming she is wildly more successful than me because she has a podcast? Or is she doing something else in her business that is actually the driving force behind her payday? Is she even that successful or is that an assumption also? We are capable of making up a lot of shit in our head. Trust me, I deal with that demon quite often. I'm excellent at assumptions, and it's something I have to actively correct, which is why this list of handy action points even exists. But assuming that podcast is the thing you have to pursue without any evidence may just be sending you down a rabbit hole full of a bunch of hard work and no real benefit. You don't need to look exactly like your colleague. Lastly, think, how have I prepared myself for this thing I'm about to pursue? Now, it's hard to be completely ready for anything, especially if you've never done it before. There's always going to be a learning curve and no one turns into an expert the moment they have an idea. But by again, explaining to yourself exactly why you are ready, why now is the time, you can affirm that this is the best pursuit and it'll give you a boost of confidence as you tackle it. Plus, if anyone else asks why you're doing it, you have something prepared to spit back at them. It's worth mentioning that not everything you're ready for presents itself naturally. Perhaps an idea or pursuit does come out of you being reactive initially. So if you find it is something that you want and how you are ready, use it as a reason. Maybe that was a kick in the ass to get going. I just wouldn't make my goal to live in a reactive state. Hoping I'll stumble upon a hidden gem. Reactivity isn't automatic productivity. You don't want to waste time spinning those wheels. And if you work reactively towards something you did want but weren't ready for, and you kind of fuck it up, take a minute. Instead of completely throwing in the towel on it, tell yourself you weren't ready. If it means something to you, figure out what you need to do to prepare. Make a game plan on how to get ready and what timeline that falls on. That's where you can be proactive. See how I circled back there? about finding your ready state. And when you can go, go. Your worth and your success is not based on other people, what they are doing, what they have. 
It's a game we play when truly we are the only people in the game. It's your life, your business, no one else's. You don't have to keep up with the Joneses. Write the story how you want to write it, when you're ready to write it. Damn it. And I had to finish with that little pep talk there because we all don't get enough of those. It doesn't quite hit the same when we have to ask for the pep talk. So listen, I see you. You're doing fucking good shit. Just stop being so damn reactive, all right? All right. I'll be back with you soon for our next podcast chat. And until then, stay badass. Thank you for your continued support of this show. And be sure to connect with me on social media throughout the week to share your thoughts about this episode or any of the episodes. Talk soon. To learn more about me, your host, and the Rogan Reason podcast, visit www.lauraswanseekman.com slash podcast and follow along on Instagram at Rogue Reason Podcast.